Sunday Pour, we're back. First show of the week. Uh, we got one of the best holidays of the year on deck. Memorial Day weekend right around the corner. Unofficial start to summer. Uh, but business first, we got a couple shows to do. So what do we got here? Felt like old times this weekend. Felt like 2019 out there. Playoff hockey, playoff basketball, fans. It's crazy. Yankee swept. Oh, that's really 2019-ish, but. Yeah. yeah there was fans the, in the ballpark to watch it. The, the, the crowd at the, uh, at the PGA Championship was incredible. To watch them just swarm. I know Brooks Kepka was fucking bitching about it because he got dinged a little bit. But uh, the the crowd surrounding Phil on 18 was incredible yesterday. Where did that take place? It was in South Carolina. Oh, okay. And it was, I mean, it was a massive crowd. It was, do you remember a couple years ago, Tiger, Tiger won at, uh, it was like, I forget what they call it. It's like some Fugazi. PGA, like they try to make like a final fake major, but it's not really a major. I, I like, mean, if it if it didn't happen at the Masters, then I don't remember. <laughs> All right, well, it was like it was it was a huge event, and I think only like a certain amount of ranked players get to play in it, and it's supposed to be like the end of the season, like championship, but it's not. Like I said, it doesn't really nobody really buys it, but they do it anyway. And Tiger yeah. and Tiger won it, and there was just swarms of people following him on every fairway, just like old times, just like people, you know, all the way to the left, all the way to the right, and all the way behind them, just kind of right behind them going up the fairway, which kills the fairway, but that's besides the point. That was that was yesterday, man. It was incredible to see. It's incredible that Phil was the guy, like the first time there's a full crowd at a golf event, and it's Phil, like fan favorite Phil, that's, uh, that's getting all the chance on Sunday. For you know, there wasn't a full crowd at the Masters. No, I mean not like maybe it was. It wasn't like this though. Oh, yeah, Masters is in Georgia. Yeah, I, I have no idea though. So you wouldn't have been able to tell yesterday that there was a uh, pandemic at any point. It was business as usual. Oh no, there was no. I, I doubt there's even a mask <laughs> in the crowd. But uh, yeah, now you have no idea. None. South Carolina, huh? Yep. Is that where what what major was this? The PGA Championship. Oh, okay. I I thought the U.S. Open was like this time of year usually. U.S. Open is in uh, June. Oh, all right. I don't know. I, did they switch it around or something? I don't know. I feel like yeah, the PGA used to be later. I don't know if it's this, this year. Or what? I don't know the story. But yeah. It, and then PGA, there's the British Open. Yeah, the British Open, which I think it's happening. Gotcha. Yeah, they allowed to the, did that not happen last year? Was that canceled? It, yeah, it didn't have no British Open last year. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember. I was all out of sorts. All out of sorts. The whole world was, man. You have that's you got a built in excuse for twenty twenty. Yeah, I don't remember. It was a crazy year. Yeah, well, I mean I'm usually I usually don't remember. I know Masters April. That's what that's really and then after that it's a shit show. I don't remember exactly when everything comes in. US Open Father's Day. Yeah. Is it usually fathers? Okay. Yep. Then the other two, uh, yeah, the other two, I don't know. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is, yeah, it is Father's Day this year, too. Yep. Why well, always associated with Tiger? Because with Tiger, then he went on Father's Day, like right after his father died. 
Uh, I mean, maybe because he won a bunch. <laughs> he just did. Guy just never stopped losing. So yeah, it's a good possibility. It was his Jordan. It was his MJ moment. MJ won the title on Father's Day. Yep. After his father died. Yeah. A little correlation there. Yep. Yeah. Now I tapped out on sports yesterday about about four thirty, after judges walk off walk. <laughs> Just, just, called it, just, call, just called it a day? Yeah, was, the Yankee game was all I could take. All right. I went over to my neighbor's, uh, my neighbor's house. I wanted to check out uh, a little patio out back. He's been, fish, he's been, you know. Just the fish guy? Gave you the fish? No, the fish guy. I mean, I could see his deck from my house. I don't, oh, no, right. they, they don't, uh, I don't, I don't ever see them entertain. Okay. I keep my distance from them. Nice guy. Okay. Yeah. Like my kind of name. The other guy, the other guy next to me is a lot more personable. Okay. You know, he's, he, I, well, it was my fault because a few weeks ago he was outside having a cigar and I made a comment. I was like, oh, I didn't know you were a cigar guy. Mm. I mean, I made it known I was a cigar guy. Yep. He started talking. He's like, oh, hey, come over one day. You'll have one. I'm like, all right. And then he asked me a couple more times. I couldn't do it. Caught me yesterday. I was outside doing something. He was outside doing something. He's like, "Good, good, uh, you know, good day, good night for it, whatever." I'm like, "Yeah, let me know." I gave in. You know, third time. You keep you keep saying no, then you know you look like a real asshole. Yeah, I mean, who are you to pass up a free cigar? Right, right. And it was a perfect. It was a perfect night for it too. It was. It was. I, I caught him outside around like two, one, two o'clock. I was like, yeah, whenever, uh, what time? He's like, after five. So it was perfect. Judge, he walked it off at like quarter to five. <laughs> I go stumble over there because I'd been drinking for a couple hours already. I got, <laughs> done, I got done with my yard stuff a lot, uh, <laughs> a lot earlier than he did, I guess. Uh, you want so to start drinking, drinking sooner. You're more, you're yeah, more, I mean. You had more motivation. Right. So a couple margaritas later, I stumble over there. and. Uh, yeah, so we, you know, had a cigar out back, a little small talk, a little neighborhood talk. Ooh, how's that? How's the small talk? How's, how's the small talk with the neighbor? How's that go? You guys ripping on other people for not maintaining their lawns and shit? Uh, no, there wasn't really ripping. Okay, it wasn't really ripping. It was All more right. just he's been there a lot longer than I have, so it was like who's who. Okay, so it was just a little bit of uh. Did, oh, wait a second. Mm-hmm. There, did you get the name of the people that you forgot the names of? There was somebody, and you knew their, you, you were introduced to them, you knew their names. Oh, uh, the one with the housewarming gift? Yes, yeah. No, I didn't get their name. Ah, uh, okay. All right. I've, I've seen that woman since, though. Like, I've, I've said hello. Yeah, she has she, a dog. She walks by the house. I say hi. What else do I need to do? Does she, does she call you your name? No, I doubt she would remember my name. All right, that's fair. I mean, it's possible she does, but all right. Did it look, it's easy a... for her. She met one person that lives in the neighborhood. I met like fifty. That's a good point. Math. There'll be there'll uh, be a test later. They always say that when you meet that many people at once. Ah, oh, yeah, uh, we're gonna test you later. Yeah, I know. Stop line. Nice banter. Awful line. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and I also find out that this guy, my neighbor. Belongs to like a cigar club around the corner, so oh. I could use that to my advantage in the future too. He said he'd bring me. Wow, 
little uh, little cigar shop around the corner that it's not a bar, but that you they let you keep a locker there. Mm-hmm. So you keep cigars in there, you keep booze in there, and then it's I don't know TVs and shit. I, I have no idea what it looks like in there. I'm actually gonna probably take them up on it at some point. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, those places are cool. They, uh, I, th- I think you could go just go into places like that as long as you buy a cigar, you can still hang out. But there are some like members only type events and stuff. This is members only. You got to know someone. Full. Oh, okay. All right. So not even. I think you're allowed. Yeah, Mikey Casino looked into it. Yeah, I think you're allowed to bring two guests at a time, one or two guests at a time. One of those not deals. Not bad. And you got to buy their cigars, I think. And I don't know. You keep. I mean, it's. I don't know what the 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 you know membership fees are, but pay something for the year. Maybe you charge someone twenty bucks that you bring to go hang out. They get unlimited booze, a cigar. It's a lot cheaper than going to an actual cigar bar, I figure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, a little bit classier too, having like that members only feel to it. Yeah, I I got. I'm very curious to see what it looks like inside. Like, is there a bar set up? Do you sit at? Is it just chairs? I, I'm curious to see what the setup is. I've only been to the one place I know like this is down in Stanford, and I've gotten a bunch of cigars from them. And it's like a little like cigar shop in the front. Yeah, it's like the sliding glass doors and shit, the humidors. And then mm-hmm. in, the, in the back, it's a it's a bar with like some leather couches and shit, and you know bar stools and stuff like that. So you go hang out. Mm-hmm. Now that's 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 a nice place, but it's not like uh, there's nothing super classy about it. But it's just like a nice hangout place. I, I'm pretty sure you can smoke there, even if you're not a member. Yeah, this place I think is members only. They, they, they're my. I'm not even be- sure if they let you buy. I don't know. That's a good question. I'm not even sure if they let you buy cigars there. Uh-huh. I mean, it would make sense to let anybody buy cigars business wise, yeah. but I'm not sure. Well, this place What's like rolls, this place actually rolls up their own everything. Like there's a little guy in the window, wrapping them up. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's a certain classy element to a cigar. Oh yeah, for sure. Also, on the flip side of that, there's also a real degenerate element to it, a real dirty element to it. <laughs> it's like, I see. I, I look at it all. I look at it like class. I look at it as just a nice leisure activity. It's like the complete yeah. opposite of. When you see a cigarette smoker, you, oh, cigarette smoker is neurotic. Cigarette smoker, nah, well, smoker is neurotic. See, but that's the same thing though, because you could be classy like Sinatra smoking a cigarette, or it can be like the chain smoking guy you know, pulling them down to the butts and lighting the next right, cigarette. I'm, with, I'm talking about the stigma surrounding each one. Nah, there's no. I mean, there's a stigma for both of them. I'm telling you, it's like there's both. There's there's dirty and there's classy. It's like horse racing, man. It's a, there's there's a dirty element to it, and there's a real classy element to it. And same thing with cigar. I'd say horse racing is like ninety five percent degenerate, five percent class. But I'm saying there's the two sides of the coin there, man. They both exist. With a cigar, there's like the classy. I'm smoking a cigar, but there's then there's also like like the heavy guy with the white with the stained wife beater chewing on a cigar, and his hair's all disheveled, sweating grease. This dirty I'd say the class too. outweighs it. Class outweighs it's because you're a cigar smoker. So yeah, it's because you're a cigar smoker. You wanted to. You want to want to. I'm also a horse cars. racing guy. I said that's 95 percent degenerate. Because you embrace the degenerate side of it. That's why you're refusing to look at the other sides of the coin. 
No, when it comes to cigars, I'm going to go 90% class, 10% to gen. And that even might be a little too high. I don't know, man. It's probably 50-50. No way. No way. I think the discrepancy in horse racing is, you think you had it about right, 95-5, maybe 90-10. But in cigar smoking, it's like 50-50. And what's the cigarette smoking? 50-50? Uh, nowadays, probably like 70, 30. It's, it's, it's fallen off. Maybe even like, yeah, it's, it's, it's lower. It's more dirty than ever was now. But you I mean, could like see someone's whole life when they're smoking a cigarette. You could see all their problems on their face. Yeah. Like, it's not like the Don Draper smoking a cigarette, having a, having a brown, very cool. Those days are dead. Done. No, they don't exist anymore. No. But uh you know, there's still some of those images. So but but I mean it's not yeah, it's it's mostly the grunge factor. And the same has to go for cigar because of tobacco. If you're gonna if you're gonna knock cigarettes off the pedestal of uh of tobacco, they got the cigars gotta take a little bit of a knock too. No, it's the person. I'm talking about the quality of person, not <laughs> not the vice. No, I know, but that's we're we're using the vice as a gateway to the person, right? And how are you going to judge them? How are, you, how are you going to stereotype them, basically? Right, of course. Yeah. So I'm saying there's a little bit of a grunge factor to the cigar. Very little, I would say. Not little. Very little grunge factor. Little. This isn't like Winston Churchill smoking a cigar and taking on Nazi bombs. If you look at the average cigar smoker and the average cigarette smoker, there is a class. Do <laughs> you ever see your brother smoke a cigar? <laughs> or like yeah, six, I mean, I, or like, they're not, we're not all perfect. No, he's never smoked a cigar. He'll, he, the minimum is like six cigars back to back to back to back to back. That's it. That's not, that's not classy. I'm not saying that everyone that smokes <laughs> a cigar happens to be classy. <laughs> I mean, there's, we're all a statistic think, one way or the other. I don't think there's that much shine on the vice as much as you're, as much as you're saying. We'll have, to, we'll have to agree, disagree in the interest of moving on here. But Cigarette smokers not having a nice bourbon when they're having a cigarette. Yeah, It's I mean, a leisure activity. People smoke cigarettes to survive. <laughs> they're, they're a survival tactic. <laughs> <laughs> how ironic is that hey, hey it is it is ironic yeah i don't know you That's have a, the you, way have a I always... you have a picture painted in your head though of uh of just a guy in like this i don't even know like a windowless room with yellow stains on the ceiling just cigarette after cigarette after cigarette after cigarette just Chewing. No, I picture the cigarette smoker as the guy standing outside his building mm-hmm. where he works. Yeah. Just being like, I don't want to fucking go back upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm telling you, man, you could, you could see into someone's soul when they're having a cigarette. <laughs> the real cigarette smoker. <laughs> you could, it's not a leisure activity. It's not. A cigar. Uh, someone smoking a cigar looks like they got it all figured out. There's a guy. <laughs> they don't. There's, but. A, there's a there's a guy at work that smokes cigarettes, and he always seems to have it pretty well together. 
uh, everyone I know that works in my building that goes outside and smokes just looks miserable. No, this guy's got it together. He's all right. He's, he's, he's got he's he's all right. He's a stand up guy. Yeah, he's a little bit of a talker, but he talks about interesting things. Doesn't talk about war. I, I have no idea what this guy does. Smokers have to be talkers by by nature. We talk talk about golf. Talk about I don't know, just like leisure type activities. You know, outside of smoking. Yeah, steak, steak and bourbon and golf conversations, basically. Okay. One point for the cigarette smokers. That guy. He's got it together. He's not. Doesn't seem like a neurotic fuck at all. At least on the outside. everyone that works. Everyone that works in my building just seems like sums. Sums eating at him, man. Sums eating at all of us. Give him a break, man. Let him have a fucking. Maybe the friend. Maybe the friends that I have too that smoke cigarettes. Maybe One in particular. Fair. He's probably given a negative stigma. He's the that's, negative stigma surrounding cigarettes. That's fair. That's fair. Maybe they're just so fucking nervous. People are talking about them behind their backs on fucking podcasts. Probably. Well, <laughs> is it not behind their backs if they're listening? Yeah, better be listening. <laughs> Tune in. <laughs> Tune in. We might be calling you out next time. <laughs> yeah. What's your group? Uh, so, yeah. So, uh, I, tr- yeah, I, I, I tried to bring up some, because, uh, you know, they're talking about the neighborhood and, he grew up in East Haven. He's older than me. He's got me by like 30, at least 30 years, this guy. But it was me, him, and his son hanging out. Um, his son was drinking, no cigar. What was his drink? Uh, he was drinking a beer. Some, uh, an IPA okay. from uh, Ham, Counterweight. Nice IPA. locals, like the, stick, yeah, locals support the local support, nice. yeah, support like his that. local breweries, and uh, the older guy, Bob, he's smoking a cigar, no drink. Okay, I had both naturally. It's kind of cool. Like as I was leaving, I saw his bar. He's got everything. <laughs> so I mean, like not the worst neighbor to have. No, did you walk over with the drink, or he gave you one? He gave me one. First time over, I didn't want to walk. I don't over know. With a drink. Then yeah, I feel like I got to like bring, I got to, you know, I didn't bring you one. I'm walking with your own drink and your own glass. Yeah, it's a good point. No, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. First time over, man. A lot of pressure. Like, you, you know, we, don't, we always talk about it from the host perspective. A lot of pressure as a guest. Yeah, you don't want to insult a guy somehow. I, and I'm always in my own head, man. Like, we're sitting there talking. I'm listening to probably 60% of what you're saying, and the other 40% is like the hamster wheel in my brain, just <laughs> thinking about shit, you know? Thinking about what's going on. Yeah, you don't insult the guy, and then, uh, you know, next thing you know, like he's uh, dumping gasoline on your lawn, burning up your lawn, you know? Yeah, I mean, yeah. There's, there's a lot, uh, you know, got to watch my P's and Q's, walk on eggshells a little bit, and uh, just make sure everything goes swimmingly. Well, did you fuck up at all? Uh, I don't No, I don't think so. Okay, all right. You know, I yeah. get there, he offers me, you know, he brings out the, the humidor, we pick a cigar, mm-hmm. asks me what my drink of choice was, uh, and he starts rattling off until he gets the bourbon. I go, all right, bourbon. <laughs> so I like how he was prepared. Yeah. That's number one. Yeah. Came out with know. a nice, ironically, Sunday pour. <laughs> 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 it, was a nice, it was a nice pour. I'll say that. He said the name of the show. He just said yeah. it. 
Everybody drink. <laughs> uh, what kind of bourbon was it? You got a name? You got a name on that train? The license I, did, I did not. I did not. And this is where, like, I'm in my own head. Like, you know, I overthink things. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to take a sip or like be halfway through the glass and be like, what is this? Cause in my head, what he's going to think is, ah, oh, he's like shitting on my bourbon. He doesn't really like it. He's asking what it is. Well, so you- I just said, I just, I made an executive decision halfway through the, not even halfway through the drink. I made a decision. I'm not asking. Was it good? Yeah. If I had a guess, I'll go maker's mark, but I really, would you buy would 20 you- different? Would you have bought it if it was something you never had before? Like, would you buy that? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was good. So why, 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 why wouldn't you ask them and then be like? Because I'm in my own head. I'm like, if if I ask right now, he's gonna think I'm shitting on it. Yeah, but then he just says, "Oh, it's Maker's Mark," and you're like, "Oh shit, I should have known." Got I just you know I got bottles in my house. Or if it's one that you'd never had, you could be like, "Oh, all right, I'll put that one on the list." I think the moment's passed now. I don't know if I could ask him. Like a week later, if I no, no, now you can't. Now you're a weirdo. Now you, now you definitely can't. Mid drink, you could. So I should have been like, oh, see, I should have played it off like, oh, it's good. What is this? Yeah, that's how I should have played it off. Yep. In my head, even though I wouldn't have said it like this, I feel like he would have been here and like, what the fuck is this in here? There's, there's also the, uh, <laughs> also the problem where we. <laughs> People aren't really like us where they, we think like that. He probably doesn't. I don't think normal people think like that, <laughs> but we do. Right. I'm always thinking worst case scenario in my head in a yeah. social situation. Right. Because, because if roles reversed, if you were the host, let me ask you, you'd be like, shit, did I fuck up? Did I get the wrong bourbon? <laughs> yeah, you're right. right. If I was the host and somebody asked me, I might be like, oh, this motherfucker doesn't. Like what I gave him, I'd be thinking that. You, uh, you. I, I probably you... would have brought the bottle out though if I was hosting. But you know, I mean, it's, it, we're all, I was only, over, I was only over, and he did give me a healthy pour, so I'm not complaining. Yeah, from yeah. that aspect, it was it was a nice pour. And then he was funny because halfway through the brown, he asked me if I wanted a water, and I was like, no, thanks. And uh, his son's like, you want a beer? I'm like, sure. <laughs> And I and I you know, I didn't really plan on having a beer. It's not like I was sitting there the entire time, like they can offer me a beer. I was fine with the bourbon, mm. but I wanted to set a precedent. First time over there, not a water drink. I feel like, yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> but I, I don't want to say no to a beer, and then they think, oh, he's not a beer guy. Let's not offer him beer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's yeah, not offer yeah. Him. There they go. Three, two. Let's go. Uh, right in the middle of my goddamn bear story. Well, wor- listen, man. <laughs> well worth it. Islanders just, right. uh, took the lead and the series lead here in second overtime. 3-2 uh, final, 3-2 series lead. We're Ilya's, going back to Nassau Coliseum Wednesday night. Ilya Sorokin, 47 saves. That's right, that was the number, 47 <laughs> saves. I think that's like the second most in team playoff history. Rookie uh, goalie. This game, real quick, this game was uh, – that's the, the kind of games I expected the Islanders to play against the Penguins, where it's like the Penguins have 50 shots and the Islanders have 25 shots. That's just, that's yeah, you know what, though? 
This is knowing nothing really that much about hockey, just being yeah. like an average fan my whole life. Yeah. I feel like the team, when, whenever there's a team who outshoots the other team, you know, uh, two to one, let's say, like they just did basically, yeah. I feel like the team with the less shots always wins. That's probably not true, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's no way that no way that stat holds up. But I'm telling I, you, man, I'm telling you. Whenever you maybe see like in a, 50 shots, it's always the other goalie standing on his head. Maybe yeah. the other goalie gets a little rusty because he's not as tested, and he ends up giving one up. Josh which is, Bailey, which is, which is what just happened. Josh Bailey, cap uh, assistant captain, right? Longest oh, tenured Islander. Oh, if I, uh, I'm not forever. fact checking that, but I'm passing it off. No, I think that's accurate. Yeah. Pretty sure it's accurate. All right. Josh Phenomenal. That was my – I should have gave him out. That was the guy I was thinking of going into overtime, Josh Bailey. Phenomenal. Just phenomenal. All right. All right. Well, chance to wrap it up Wednesday night. Place yeah. will be rocking. Yes. Send – oh, fuck. I just hate Pittsburgh and their fucking fans and their stupid fucking yellow jerseys. Fucking Crosby. <laughs> so ni- it's so nice to send them home losers. Oh, it would be excellent, yeah. Yes, and they have act, they actually have a good history against the Penguins in the playoffs. Blue, I didn't realize this. They only lost to them once out of like seven yeah. times, something like that. I don't know. They swept them two years ago, so yeah, I was surprised when I saw that stat because you the Penguins has kind of been the yeah. model franchise at least my, my, most of my life. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, so wait, that's a nice have, the Islanders haven't been the Islanders haven't been in the playoffs for most of your life, so maybe that's why. Yeah. Right. That's that's <laughs> true. Um. Uh, sorry, beer story. Sorry. Right back to beer where we story. Yeah. Oh no! I said the reason I said yes when he offered me one because mm-hmm. I wanted to set a precedent. Like, if I say no to a beer first time over there, they're gonna think he's not a bear guy. Let's not offer him a bear next time. Yeah, you don't. Whereas want I would like to be offered a bear, so I want. Set the set the stage now, bear bourbon guy. Bear guy, yeah, yeah. And uh, he got me. Even he gave me also a a counterweight bear. Okay, it was a pilsner though. He gave me some options. Okay, he gave me some. He's like, you drink IPAs? I was like, uh, not. He's like pilsner. I'm like, yeah, perfect. I should have just taken the IPA. I was I was like, you know, being a little out of my element. Usually I just be like, ah, whatever you got. But well, he was drinking the IPA, so it's like I felt like, all right, like leave the IPAs for him. Yeah, yeah. So he said that's all he drinks. I don't know. If, I don't know if he was being literal, like a counterweight IPA. I don't know if he was being literal, like that's the only bear I drink, or if it was like when me or you'd be like, yeah, we're Bud guys. When I mean, we drink like hundred different bears. Whatever you put in front of us, yeah. Right, but but Bud is like our bread and butter. Yeah. I didn't know if he was being. And, but it sounded like he was being bread literal. And, Bread and butter. Yeah. <laughs> Bread and Budweiser. Uh, yeah, I don't, so I don't know if he was being literal. I was like, oh, fuck, I, if this guy's at my house, I gotta, do, I have to have counter, do I have to have counterweight IPAs or can I give him a bud? If, I think as long as you have an IPA, you should be all right. Be like, oh, I don't have any counterweights, but I got this, and I'll be happy, I think. Yeah, I got to make sure. I, I never have IPAs in the house. Maybe I should start doing that. A little variety. Bob oh, Junior's going to expect it now. At Big Y, they let you do I did. And I just did this recently, too. Uh, I didn't save one for the show. I think I drank them already. I did a variety six-pack. Oh, you pick and choose? Pick and choose. Because whenever there's a beer I want to try, 
you end up buying a six pack, you're going to drink it, obviously. But if it's something that sucks, it's like, fuck. I'm I'm sure I got at least one or two in my fridge that are that suck. You just drink them little by little. Yeah, I think there's. I think I have like two left that are stragglers from another time. Right. Just but with the with the variety six pack, instead of buying six of the same beer. Sample right, ball. you're not marrying a six pack. It's a big, yeah. It's a, it's a big commitment, especially what they charge for six packs. Now I don't want to crack poor, oh, yeah, cheap or anything, but still fuck. trying to get the most bang for your buck. That's all. Right. So instead yeah, of buying a shitty six pack, buy a shitty variety six pack because right. none of them really stuck out to me. I bought a bunch of like pale ales. And they were okay, but I would I would have been a little disappointed if I spent this money on kill six birds with one stone. That's the way I look at it. Yeah, you cross them off your list. You don't have to ever get them again. If you didn't like any of them, you don't have to ever get any of them again. And that's how I always feel whenever I try a new beer. Yeah. You ever do, you ever do the move where you have a beer on tap at a place, like a craft beer? You're like, ah, mm-hmm. oh, it's pretty good. Then you go buy it in the store. It's not as good. Mm, no. I've no. Not, not run into that issue. I've run into it. I just think beer on tap, Draft beer is just so much Always, better, yeah. I feel like. Yeah, that makes sense. I just haven't... Even with uh, the mess, even with the mess, well, no, I shouldn't say with the mess, because a Bud can is great. But, like, a Bud, a Bud a Bud draft is, if I see Budweiser on tap, hard for me to, hard for me to pass that up. <laughs> it's tasty. It's a frosty mug. You, ri- you risk the skunk. There's always the risk-reward. You risk uh, the sunk or the flatness. But when yeah. you... When you get rewarded with a nice crisp one, you you know you made the right decision. Nothing yeah. better. Yeah, didn't we? Uh, there was like one day, help me move something. We went to a bar, and the I mean it was Bud Light though, and we like finished the keg. Like the first beer like killed the keg. Then they had to give us. A, then they had to go like rehook the second keg. And we got like a fresh. I thought it was Bud, but it could have been. It might have been Bud Light. Was it no, hard hat? Hard hat too. Yeah, it was definitely Bud. You remember that, Don? Like we came- yeah, I, I definitely went and ordered a Bud Light on tap. <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely Bud. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it happens all the time. <laughs> Dude, I was at a I was at a brewery Saturday. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was drinking a different beer than I think everybody. I was drinking this pale ale, and everyone else was drinking. Uh, the Pilsner. Okay. So I'm the only one. I'm the only one on this beer. All right. Yeah. I go to order my second one. Keg is kicked. They're changing the keg. Got a freshie. <laughs> I did, but I feel like I'm always kicking the keg, whether I'm pounding beers or not. Always, always kicking the keg. <laughs> Just find you. It does, man. I'm <laughs> leading the league. <laughs> leading the league in, in kicked kegs. <laughs> Well, he's got a long, luxurious career, so. Yeah. Was that not, a not hanging him up anytime soon. Yeah, I was at a brewery myself on Saturday, matter of fact. No kicked kegs? Would not kick any kegs, no. No. So what was your, uh, what uh, was your tr- style of beer? Of we, tried, we tried everything. We just kept ordering. We just kept ordering different shit. It was three of us. We just kept going down. Every time she came, we got a different one. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're all the full good. pints. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyone, anyone in particular stand out? Do you have yeah. a Do you have a go to style at a brewery? No, because I'd have. I'm not very. No, I don't. 
I don't. Um, these weren't like sometimes you get those hoppy, like strong ones. None of them were like that. They're all pretty good. There was a Pilsner on there, which is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we also did have like the 14% dark beer. Oh. It you was, like those? It, this was excellent. Yeah. And strong as hell. It's great. Yeah. I can't get into the stouts. It's like a meal in a glass. Yeah. I don't mind the, the strength. The strength. That's the appeal. <laughs> it's more just, uh, I don't know why. Like Guinness, every year around St. Patrick's Day, right? You, you run into someone's house, they have a Guinness or whatever. Yeah, I like I'm Guinness. not trying to be social. Like a car bomb's different. Car bomb's just, <laughs> it's a social you know, interaction. We should do like, a car I, bomb I, I, with this 14% job. Right, right. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, like I had one around St. Patrick's Day this this year. I was like, I just can't. I don't know, can't do it. I like. I it. drank it. I should say I can't do it. I just protrude. I not my not my not my thing. I like it, man. I fashion myself a little bit of a drinker, and the fact that uh, the biggest drinkers in the world go, you know, gravitate towards Guinness, kind of makes me respect it a lot. Right, they should on our beers. The American. That's fine. I don't care. Domestics. They can do what they want. I don't really care. I don't, I, I don't the, do the that. darkest I'll go is a Newcastle. Okay. Yeah, Newcastles are good, too. Yeah, I haven't had one of those in a long time. Newcastles are delicious. They yeah. taste like a light beer almost. It doesn't feel like you're drinking something heavy. Mm. I think that's the appeal of it. At the end of the day, we ended up doing uh, Genesee pitchers, so that was worth it. went out on top. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we have uh, – we've made – there's a new believer – and Frank Peppy. Oh, yeah. someone else is on the bandwagon? Oh, yeah. Usually it's people getting off the bandwagon, the Frank Peppy's bandwagon. No, no, all in. This was uh, a, st- a student of the game, apparently. A friend, old friend of mine, I haven't seen him in a long time, came into town, went to Peppy's, and uh, we got him large pepperoni, got him a small clam and a small tomato pie. That's and, a uh, fresh tomato? No, no, the sauce. Just a oh, sauce. Oh, sauce. Okay. Pie. Tomato pie. What's with you people? It's tomato pie is the sauce. Fresh tomatoes. Fresh tomato. All right. I was just, it's just semantics at this point. Get it right or pay the price. Tomato. <laughs> All right. Tomato pie. Uh, yeah. And uh, just. What did he, what blew him away? What uh, got he, him on board? He loved the fresh, the tomato pie. So he had me almost fucking say it. He loved the tomato pie. He's like, that was tomato. He's a tomato guy. Okay, I think that did it for him. But the pepperoni was excellent, and he liked the clams too. First timer, first timer, yeah. And he like this kid knows his stuff, man. I didn't realize he was such a, a savant. Like he just connoisseur. Yeah, he makes his own dough. Like he know he knows like cooking temperatures, uh, the different temperatures you need for certain doughs and stuff like i could i had to talk to him sober about it because we were having a good time and i forgot more stuff than he told me um but i, I need to I, I need to take lessons i need to be like i need to go daniel son with them and learn a few things about a few things miyagi yeah yeah, needs where, to uh, yeah where is he from jersey okay so he's um he's on board with uh New Haven having having a leg up on Jersey because I have heard uh, I didn't Jersey ask. people. Uh, I didn't ask. I don't. I'm not. I'm not playing the ranking game anymore. I know. Where, I know where I stand, and uh, it's not a dick measuring contest. Who states better? I know. I, I just was. I just didn't know how on board he was. 
I didn't. He, I didn't, he endorsed I didn't, them. He endorsed Pepe's in a bubble on its own. Yeah, not comparing it. Yeah. Okay, and in a big way too. It was. He was a fan. It wasn't like oh, this is a good pie. He was. It was genuine. It was authentic. It, his review. It, <laughs> oh, I, it was. It was awesome to watch. To be honest with you, it was awesome to watch him. Uh, also, a loyal listener. So hey, what's up, man? Uh, good seeing. Oh, you. great. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it was. Yeah, the the. Just, just to see a first timer, and that this is the second time I could think of where it was kind of watching somebody just experience it for the first time in this in this kind of way. Remember, we went with the Greek, and him eating it was like holy shit! Like maybe this, we have something special here. It's like this isn't just <laughs> this isn't just our seeker. Like people can appreciate it from everywhere else, and it's like all right. Good shit, man. And this is like, yeah, it's a good point. I'm trying to think of someone else I've I've brought like that first time. Uh, going for the first, yeah, first timers. That was exceptional moment. I mean, I went uh, I don't know, two three weeks ago now on a mm-hmm. Friday night, and yeah. it was my first time down there eating it actually there. And I mean, it was before the pandemic. It was yeah. almost two years, I think, since I had been Oof. there. Man, and. Uh, I know it was a while, man, and I, I just, I was like, this is the best, and I, and crazy enough, the pepper, and obviously pepperoni clam, like I, it's a standard order. Yeah. Um, strangely enough, the pepperoni pie, it wasn't their a pie, mm. but it was still, it was just better than, and that, I, I'm on record as saying that'd be my meal, death row, happy yeah. pepperoni, like yeah. it, it, it doesn't get better than that. That's the best pie in the world. Nothing. Just from nostalgia purposes, nothing could beat that. No, it's not even nostalgia, man. That pepperoni pie is. Oh, he's picking. No, but it's what you out. grow. It's part of it's what you grow up with, though. Too there's there is a nostalgia yeah. factor. Too. Sure, sure. Yeah, I, my last meal would have to be my grandmother's sauce. They could bring her back from the dead, but seeing that it's not possible, I had to go back. That could be your first meal when you get up there. Well, there's no guarantee you're <laughs> going up. <laughs> I haven't been to confession in a long time. <laughs> There's no guarantee. It's all right. You get your last rights. That's that's the insurance. <laughs> you don't even need the insurance of going to confession. They, they let you. That's like your last uh, second insurance policy on your way out. <laughs> I don't think we ever established whether we were going to do last rights or not. We're going to take the. No, I said I was going to roll the you, dice and go oh, no last did. rights. Oh, you said. I don't think I said it though. Yeah, I'm still. But I'm, I don't know. I feel like. Uh, yeah, I feel like I got to make it known to my loved ones. So, like, yeah, we'll pass on the last rights. Although, if you're laying there fucking in a vegetated state in a hospital, what the fuck's the difference? Yeah, if you can't tell the priest to go fuck off on your own, it's not really. It doesn't have the same power. Yeah. That's a shitty, I mean, that's a shitty job. Half the priests, they go in there. And, like, this fucking guy wasn't in church. He hasn't put anything in my basket. I got to give this guy last rights. You're just going through the motions. That's his job, the priest. That's his job. Get, don't tell me it's a, it's a shitty job. Well, do it. What's, what's, what's his other job? To go and drone on for two hours every fucking Sunday? <laughs> go do your job. I don't care, I don't care the guys have been to fucking church. Go do your goddamn job, Padre. Mm. Since when have you become pro priest? Who said I was pro priest? I didn't say you were just shitty gonna, job. You're just going to play about how hard his job is. Yeah, I, I think I think it's a shitty job. I mean, you're with death. You're just surrounded by death, and you got to go in that's there with your book. It. 
That's his job. It's what he signed up for, yes. Yeah, that's not like a surprise thing they throw at you. It's not like it's not like the you know, end of the, your first day. They're like, all right. And there's also a clogged toilet that hasn't been cleaned in six years. Shit just overflowing. You can't leave until that's cleaned up. No, that's, this is this is well known what the priest does. Get out, just get out there and go do it, man. Go get him. Think he? You think he's ever like at the, the last one of the day and he just mails it in? I think they mail it in all the time. It's not have to be the last one of the day. I think every one of them is mailed in. That's why. So, so everything is fucking scripted. So it's, they, they, it's always mailed in because it's just going off muscle memory. So it, it could be it could be scripted and still be good though. I feel like it's just not never good. Like a comedian's act is scripted, right? But they but change it up. Still, they change it up every year though. They get a new act. Oh, so the priests should change it up every year. Yeah, they, that would make things a little more interesting. I mean, they should try and I don't know. Like to to me, it's sermon be, sermon should have a shelf life. Yeah, I don't want to hear the same sermon twice ever. And I have heard, and I, by the way, I have heard the same sermon twice. Oh yeah, everyone's got a same sermon story. Well, there was this was a, this was at funerals, which is to me wildly disrespectful. Oh, I feel like that's their that's their wheelhouse, the, yeah, the funeral it, sermon. Yeah, but if you can't give, uh, if you, I know you're doing like at least once a, one a week anyway, but if you can't give something something a little bit different each, each time around, what what good are you? What good are you? I'm not, you know. And also, why are you giving the fucking sermon? Get somebody who knows the dead person up there. Let them talk about it. I don't hear your dumbass talk about it. Oh, sometimes you don't. Sometimes you don't get you know a family member that wants to do it, and the priest feels like he's obligated. Well, three minutes and get over. That was actually how I ended up doing one of my grandfather's eulogies, is because uh, they said that the priest would go up there and say a few words when the arrangements were being made. And I stepped in and said, I didn't want the priest doing it. Smart. Yeah. Smart move, man. My, and this is my grandfather who didn't go to church or anything, man. <laughs> a fucking priest going up there and, like, talking about him. My God, the guy would have needed to do, like, a book report, you know what I mean, to, to know what to even say. Like, my grandfather wasn't a member of the church or anything. Uh, no, then he goes to his script, and he's talking about, I don't know, he, he's got a story. Yeah, he was a plumber, so I'd be like, yeah, you know, it would be something around that, or... The Italian angle, you know what I mean? It would be something around that. He'd, I mean, he'd find something like this story about the fish and the loaves, and he'd be like, oh, being a plumber, an Italian plumber, reminds me of the story of the fish and the loaves. Yeah. Somehow, <laughs> just somehow segue into that nonsense. Yeah, and his would have been 10 times longer than mine. Oh, yeah, just droning on and on, people trying to yeah. move and like, I'll no, give you a nice tight five, six minutes. The only <laughs> thing more painful than losing my loved one is having to listen to this bullshit. Yeah, right. right really puts right. really puts into perspective. <laughs> and then you would have had to feed the guy at the after thing. Ah, yeah, crazy. Fuck yeah. always, always, always looking to eat. So I did everyone a favor. We got to the open bar a lot faster with my eulogy. <laughs> <laughs> kicked up, kicked that keg real quick. Oh yeah, I made things awkward. I think for the funeral director too. <laughs> Why is that? Because he. He was the one who suggested the priest initially when we were setting up the uh, arrangements. Okay. And uh, I think he, he made a comment, uh, not a comment, but when he was talking about it, like a priest will do the eulogy for $200. $200? Something. I, I'm not 
kidding. It, I'm, I may even be lowballing when I say two hundred dollars. Wait a second. So the priest is doing the mass. If you want him to say something, you got to pay. It him wasn't a. Funeral. It wasn't even a mass. It wasn't even a mass. Oh, so he's coming to the. You had to pay him two hundred dollars to come to the funeral home to say a couple words. Fucking church is right around the corner. A guy could have walked. Not paying for his gas. I'll give you like two hundred dollars, Father. I tell you exactly what you're gonna do with it. Jesus, go roll it right yeah. up. So yeah, so the funeral director said something real quick, and then he stepped aside and let me go. And I opened up. I let's call the guy Chris. And I'm like, you know, uh, when we were making arrangements the other night, when the other day, Chris said that a priest could do the eulogy for two hundred dollars. So that's when I stepped in and said, "That's not necessary. I'll do it for one fifty." <laughs> I just looked at the guy, and I don't think he was really thrilled with that line to open it up with. He was like, "Oh shit." <laughs> 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 yeah, I was there for that. I was there for that one. That was a good. That was a good oh, you were okay. Yeah. yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, it was nice, <laughs> nice casual eulogy. Tough crowd. I don't say so myself. Um. Yeah, I hope <laughs> that was when all my uncle's friends were there, the bikers, and I, I think I made a joke about all the bikes. And I heard crickets. <laughs> yeah, because nobody. I don't want to get my neck broken outside. Yeah. Like, oh. I went, I went off script. You guys throw a hell of a wake. Nothing. <laughs> I got nothing. Just if you, my advice to people, if you're ever uh, public speaking in any way and you have a joke that just bombs, <laughs> yeah. plow, plow right ahead and act like it, you weren't, it wasn't even intended. Just, yeah, just plow right through it. Yeah, you can't. Don't draw more attention to it. Just get right. If you sit there and like you look for the laugh and and wait for it, you're just gonna it's gonna kill you. Just plow ahead with whatever you were gonna say next. <laughs> Move along be, quicker than you would have, man. It's pretend like it wasn't even a punchline. Like, yeah, with, no, I I, didn't, I wasn't waiting for anything. <laughs> you ever you ever deal with the heckler? Of any, kind? I mean, uh. I mean, during a eulogy, no. I've only given two eulogies. <laughs> no, I mean, like that would be that would be a first. <laughs> no, I just meant any public speaking thing, not for a eulogy. Oh, that would be uh, that would be great. No, I mean, I've given a few speeches. I don't think I've dealt with. No, not in like a formal setting. I like even like you give like a speech at the island, you deal with someone. Saying yeah, that, that doesn't really count. That's probably me. Yeah, me heckling you. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of the other. No, I don't think I never had a heckle. I think I, think I got light heckled when I was when I was a best man one time, but I was like, <sighs> wedding could be tough because people are you know drinking, they're feeling it. And I was like the fifth speech, I was batting or fourth speech, I was batting clean up, fourth and final speech, and there were two churches that day because we had to do two two churches, and uh, when I got up there, nobody wanted to hear anybody talk, but I've been working on the fucking speech for a year. So you're going to fucking hear what I had to say. But some, but some, some lady, some lady was like, you didn't, you didn't really work on it for a year. Did you? I mean, once you tell me I'm best man, it's in the back of my head, but I'm not sitting there. I didn't put anything on paper until the day before. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's always back of my head. Like, what should I tell the story? Like, ever, you know, what, what should I go for? What, what do I, you know, does fuck with you a little bit yeah you just you gotta yeah prepare i made a point not to put anything down on paper until a week before because i I knew if i had if i had started oh you start editing and shit 
Yeah. And then you're going to be at, you get fucking edit a speech for an entire year, six yeah, months, and nah. they drive yourself nuts. Nah. Uh, yeah. That could be an issue at weddings, though. Too many speeches. Oh, man. It's, I've seen, I, I mean, I saw some, I, 2019, way back when, yeah. I had a stretch, and there was, there was one wedding I was at where uh, there was a couple, actually. There was a couple speeches that just bombed. Yeah, that's, that's bound to happen. It's usually, the, the, usually the maid of honor. At the, one, at the one I was at, the, the godfather bombed, but he was bombed. <sighs> so it was also funny because <laughs> he was shit-faced. Godfather, okay, yeah, and it, it was like it was almost like oh, I think I it, saw a Godfather bomb too that same year. Yeah, the Godfather's got a. It was is, the, it, is that like a thing? Godfather making a speech? Certain cultures, maybe I don't know. One more fucking thing I got to do. The Godfather, <laughs> I got to prepare yeah, go. my speech. You got twenty five, thirty years figured out. Yeah. Yeah, um, but yeah, he, he like it was like the Sopranos one. After uh, Livia dies and Christopher's yeah. in the is droning on and on, like all stoned, going on yeah. and on in the after party, and uh, that was like this guy just droning on and on about whatever oh. whatever drunken analogies you can make up about weddings, marriage. It's great, dude. There was one. Okay, <laughs> there was one where the father of the bride gave a speech. I was at, mm-hmm. and he uh, he only spoke. Spanish and he had a translator so it was twice and it was long to begin with so it was twice as long so I couldn't tell if he was bombing or not because I mean there was only a a, you know probably I think it was her side of the family that was Spanish Mm -hmm. that understood it Mm -hmm. and then once you're once you have a translator up there like in English like it's hard because he's just he's kind of like going through the moat he's not really delivering the lines the way he's just giving the message yeah just he's just giving the message yeah yeah. The yeah. father of the bride, though, I, I'll give, you know, father of the bride says something. It's okay. Maid of honor, best man, right? Isn't that the, the three? Is that it? Uh, yeah, but then you get people, like, people always, you know, if that person's giving a speech, like, can I give a speech? If that person's giving a speech, like, can I give a speech? It depends on the people involved, you know? Yeah. See, I would never give a, if I'm not the best man, I'm not giving a speech like i feel like i'm stepping on i'm stepping yeah. on toes yeah i think like the father either father can get up there and say something but it's not it, a speech is probably out of the question like maybe they can make a speech at a rehearsal dinner or something but yeah, even a rehearsal dinner i feel like there's an order to things people gotta know their role they gotta stay in their lane but who, wait but who, who makes a speech at a rehearsal dinner though I feel like the rehearsal dinner grooms side, like parents. Why? I don't, I think, I just think, I think there, if you wanted to say something that if you're not the best man, I think there's where you say it for at the rehearsal dinner. Yeah. And then like at the wedding, you can either, or we'll get up there and just say, thank you for coming. It's, it's, it's wonderful to see these two kids get together or whatever. Well, everybody have a great time. I'll be at the bar. Let's pass on to the best man, you know? <laughs> so you think maid of honor, best man, that's it? I mean, I think best man, that's it. But, you know. <laughs> oh, well, we're going to get canceled. Well, I mean, that's, <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I, 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 why, does it, why do we have to hear, why do you have to hear everybody talk? I don't get it. 
I mean, the yeah. word, I know, I know, it's never gonna. It's fine. I just in my, just in my head, it should just be one person, and let's go, let's move on, let's get to the fucking dance floor, ready? Let's fucking party, let's celebrate these two crazy kids, making mm-hmm. their dream comes true, make you know, making life happen. It's wonderful. Let's go see it. Let's fucking celebrate it. Well, I gotta sit here and listen to you just you know, blah blah blah. The one end and blah blah blah. The other, let's go, let's get going, party, get me to the bar. So yeah, it's we, usually it it it, it celebrate could be good times. Come on. It could be the worst part of a wedding sometimes, the, the speeches. It's long. Sometimes it's, it's long. It's just drawn out and what you people talk to. It's drawn out. Yeah, you're right. It's just everyone, yeah. you know, everyone wants, like you said, everyone wants to get to a dance floor. Everyone wants to get to the open bar. They want to rip through their meal and they want yeah. to go outside, have a cigar maybe or a cigarette, your choice. If you're a neurotic <laughs> fuck, yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like I, I always, I always look at it like it, like it comes fucking back to the smoking, c- smoking, smoking cigarettes, fucking speeches took forever. Yeah. <laughs> Every yeah, I always feel like it's like you're just being, you're just sitting there. It's like you're in, uh, you know, social studies or something. Like, all right, let's yeah, on, let's wrap. Yeah, you just got to just order two drinks and sit down and chill and just wait. That's that's all you can do. All you and can hope do. it's only and hope it's only two speeches. Hope yeah. just pray that it's made of honor, best man. I mean, I was at one where the the, the uh, best man. I feel like he insulted the bride, man. I feel like he made a comment about his their family, like not being sure about her. Oh no. like, man, you gotta you gotta keep that shit in house, man. That's not like that's not even funny. Oh no, they thought you don't know. Oh, you don't even know how many of these, man. I've been at with my wife. We're like the maid of honor. The guy's talking, and I'm just like, "This is awful." <laughs> I just lean over. I'm like, this is terrible. By the way, you had to follow up the best maid of honor speech of all time. That was. <laughs> I was warned that I don't know if she did, does that for a living or something, or she has just, to publicly speak. Public speaking type person, yeah, yeah. She killed it. Uh, I did. Well, what happened was I had a fire lit under me heading into that because <laughs> I was approached by, I think it was the bride specifically. And she was like, you know, my, my sister is, uh, you know, publicly speaks or something. She has like a background in there. You want her to go second. And I was like, no. <laughs> no, I'm closing. I'll, I'm, clo- <laughs> I'm the best man. I'm closing the show. No one's going after me. Wow. Wow. But you also disobeyed some rules, so I believe you're at you're told that it wasn't a roast, and then you got up there and you're like, "This fucking guy got married." <laughs> I don't think I made it too much of a roast. No, it was. I mean, for my book, it was fine. Listen, the thing was already written, so sorry. <laughs> I was yeah. told it was. I was told it was not to be a roast like 30 minutes before I went on. Yeah, you've been writing the thing for a year. I just <laughs> can't, can't go back to edit it. Right, you can't can't start, you know, erasing uh, lowercase J's now. <laughs> um, yeah, so I was told it shouldn't be a roast. We're gonna start with the person who told me that. Start with her. <laughs> start, yeah, <laughs> it was the mother. It was the mother of the bride. I mean, you know, I didn't roast her. No, you showed restraint. That right, right, yeah. Well, that was a good speech too. So yeah, and now now look what you now now twice a week you can hear you on here for free. Don't gotta go to a wedding. <laughs> Even better. Even better. <laughs> We're all fans. 
<laughs> advanced speeches. Uh, are you available for two hundred dollars for a speech for any kind of event? It's a good. That's a going going rate. Yeah. And now you're kind of a quasi celebrity, so. Right. I should, I should jack up. I should jack up the price. Yeah. For sure. You get you, Plus, you, you get you get, you get to one of those places that has two weddings going on at the same time. Ah, uh, yeah, just bounce around. Go to yeah, do speech here, speech there, bar the rest of the night. Do bar mitzvahs <laughs> and shit. Yeah, I'm hanging. I'm hanging around for a few, <laughs> just to let you know. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, you can't do bar mitzvahs because of the restraining orders and stuff. But that's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, I don't know. I, I think I think I'd be one and done at a bar mitzvah. I'd probably go over the line somewhere. I'm not even touching that one. Well, I'm, not sure. I'm not sure. I don't know if you're going over the line with the Jewish thing or the kid thing or what. Jew, I oh, Jewish. I don't thing. want. It was. Uh, that was a Jew. It was a Jew really joke. Want, didn't really want to know that either. <laughs> either. One. There's no way they want some uh, Guido making. There's no. I'm the last guy. That the Jews would bring in to make a speech at a bar mitzvah. I don't think so, man. It's like you, you throw the Yamakon, they they got a lot of respect for the Italians and Jews do good business together. Although, if I was the best rate, they'd probably bring me in. <laughs> what do you well, say? There it is. Twenty five. There, <laughs> there it is. There it is. My bar mitzvah speech career is over. Over. Right there yeah. with one joke. That's oh, it. <laughs> Oh, oh boy! All yeah, right, God. all right. <laughs> Let's get to the Yankees. Yeah, just got to push forward. When he's the joke bombs, just got to push forward. So that's gonna do it for Sunday, poor <laughs> for Monday night. Thank you as always for spending time with us. Appreciate you having us along. And thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you later on in the week. Sweeping the best team in the league. Nothing beats it. Not anymore. They're the fourth best team, I think, in the AL now. Well, you're, well knocked them right back. No, they ran into the Bronx, yeah. Um, yeah, all I the best teams to, are in the same division, unfortunately. I didn't get to lock in too much this weekend. Busy, busy-ass weekend. Um, following along was fun, though. Yeah, I watched most of the games. I, I that was really the only sports I watched for the Yankees. I, I didn't get to see much of the NBA or NHL. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I, the biggest takeaway is probably well, forget about the starting pitching. The starting pitching has been ridiculous, but the biggest takeaway is probably Glaber. Finally, Glaber's heating up. Yep. Finally, Glaber's getting going. It took him a while, but uh, he had a really good weekend. So hopefully, that gets him going. Mm-hmm. I mean, he has to be – listen, Judge is, you know, face of the franchise, de facto captain, whatever you want to call him. Mm-hmm. Glaber has to be right there with him. He's got to be. Those like, are the two yeah. guys that have to be superstars, you know? Yeah, for sure. Gio and LeMay, who are great, are great. Those are the guys you want up if you need a single. Mm-hmm. But neither of those guys are the superstar. Glaber and Judge have to be the superstars. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Um, let's see. The Rodon game, that was – that was frustrating, right. yeah. Well, I mean, he's a pretty good pitcher. He's having a really good year. Yeah. Um, but they stuck They stuck in it, though, man. That's To me, that was like an impressive win. The triple play was in that game. 
Triple play uh, was big, yeah. The judge had a great play in that game. I think that's the only game we're like locked into was that game. And uh judge had a great play where he deked runner at first base. <laughs> yeah. And threw him out at second. That was great to see. So I I like to see the defense picking him up. And for all the bitching we were doing about uh action in these games and like suspense, that was a pretty suspenseful game. And Friday it, night, yeah, yeah. And since and watching a fucking triple play was incredible. So and a, yeah, I thought they were moment. dead when Chapman made that error. Yeah. In a moment like that. Yeah. It was awesome. Uh, yeah. And then the rest of the weekend. Yeah, Cole Saturday wasn't even that sharp, but he got through seven shutout. And then Sunday's game. My only complaint would be they had a little bit of a quick hook on Tyon, Talon, whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah, it's fine. I don't mind. I mean, I, I wasn't watching, but just – when you say that, like getting time out of there without getting damaged, I'm happy for that. That's probably the yeah. confidence, you know. You don't want, you oh, want yeah, to, that's exactly what it was. Yeah, you can't leave him out there too long, and then he gives up, you know, a couple of runs late and goes back to square one with the guy. Yeah, that's 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 all it was. That how was, many, um, how many pitches did he have? 80 through five. All right, all right. So next time he gets through six with 90. I was just mad because they brought in Wandy Peralta, and I feel like Wandy Peralta is going to get shoved down our fucking pie holes now because he has to justify the Talkman trade. So you're going to be, you're going to be, and of course he gives up a two-run dinger, bomb to Abreu. I feel like you're going to get a heavy dose of Wandy Peralta now. I mean, they like them for some reason. I don't know. I can't. I can't tell you anything really about uh, Wandy Peralta yeah. other than uh, he's been mediocre. I guess that's the best thing I could say about him. Uh, I was probably was that like the biggest spot he's been in since he came over. Nah, they brought him in some eighth inning game. I don't know. Wandy Peralta. I don't see Wandy Peralta being that good. Do we need? Do we really need another lefty reliever? There's a million lefty relievers, man. Justin Wilson. Obviously, wow. Chapman, hopefully, Brink. I mean, there's a million lefty relievers. I'm not sure Justin Wilson counts. <sighs> that, that's another nice thing we'll say. He's better than Justin Wilson. Probably. Yeah, so if it shows Justin Wilson in the door, so it's addition by subtraction or sub- yeah. subtraction by addition, I guess. <laughs> I think he came in in the 7 nothing game, Justin Wilson, on Saturday. I'm pretty sure. Exciting. Good job. Yeah. We, well, we need pitchers for that, too. Right, exactly. We do. We need pitchers for that. Um, but yeah, now now you want to step on Toronto's throat. I mean, yeah, they're fucking reeling. Tampa just worked them. Tampa's hot. Tampa's ridiculous. Yeah, Tampa yeah. is eleven in a row now. The three best teams in the AL, uh, record wise, in the AL East. Yeah, yeah, all tied in the loss column. So yeah, you want to step on, you know, hit them, kick them when they're down, Toronto. I think they're only like a game over now. Go out there and bury them. Yeah, this is a series, man. I don't want to see any of that, like, mailing it in. You you win a game and mail in another game. No, nah, you want to go out there and don't, – yeah, don't let them breathe. That's it. They're 23 and 23 at Toronto right now, so they're five and a half out of first. Yeah, don't, don't give this team any life. They've lost six in a row. Stay on them. Is it uh, three games? Three-gamer, yeah. Yeah. It was going to be Kluber is the first – Kluber and Mats. Kluber, Herman, and uh, 
I think it's Montgomery Thursday. Just Those three guys. Pissed. Yeah, you're right, man. Stay out. They're a young team. They're a year away. They're coming. Not this year. Yeah, teach them a lesson. Yeah. And then you worry about Tampa and Boston. Yeah. Yep. Uh, let's see. So, Nets. The NBA. I, uh, I don't watch any Nets. I don't watch any Knicks. I watched a little of the Portland game, but I was in no state to be uh, reporting on it. Um, the Nets I saw a little bit. From what I remember and what I saw, they didn't play well, but neither did the Celtics. Okay. The Celtics don't have the firepower to match up with yeah. uh, Boston. That or match up with Brooklyn. That's what yeah. I took out of that game. Yeah. Everything else, I really didn't. I didn't watch any NBA yesterday. I don't know. I'll I'll get into it as the series go along. Hopefully. Yeah, all I saw with the Knicks game was Trey Young interview saying they're chanting "F you, Trey." Yes. And oh, uh, I so I actually did watch the. Uh, condensed version of the Knicks game today at work, like the nine-minute YouTube. Oh, really? A oh, little okay. research, yes. Yeah. The crowd was I was, up. I – oh, the crowd was – yeah, crowd was into it for sure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I actually forgot – I don't know. Forgot it was even on. <laughs> and I tapped out – I tapped out where I got back from Bob's house last night with mm-hmm. the grill. After we were done eating about 8, 8.30, I was fading on the couch. Toast. Toast. It's a good weekend, man. The no weekend, NBA. Weekends aren't, aren't to, like, show up to work squeaky clean on Monday morning. You got to survive them, and you, you get in there a little uh, dirt, on your, dirt on your face. Yeah. Oh, let them know you had a good weekend. Get your uniform dirty. If you're tired on Monday at work, I mean, you had a great fucking weekend. So. That's right. Get rest yeah, and then uh, I guess the only series that's two games in are the Bucks. Bucks are up two zip. Bucks, I feel like I said this last year I, that the Heat would not have won that series if it was normal circumstances. I think we're seeing that now. Milwaukee has a pretty good. They have a decent home uh, home court. Not that I would count the Heat out yet, but I think Milwaukee wins that series. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I mean, I guess the only other surprise would be. Well, Dallas being the – I do like Dallas. Some tells me Dallas can make a little bit of a run. Okay. They have a really tough series against the Clippers, but I like Luka. I could, I could see them being a little bit of, uh, to use a March Madness term, Cinderella team. And the Clippers, is, I don't know what it is with the Clippers. But something's missing. feels like they should be better. Yeah, there's no uh, playoff – Mode, you don't think? Playoff P, playoff Paul George. Not going to happen? I don't know. I, wouldn't, I mean, it's one game, so I, the Clippers will probably respond. I just, there's something about – something tells me Dallas can make a run. All right. And, you know, they want Luka. Yeah, that's true. We definitely want – they want the next superstar. That matters. that matters. And then the only other surprise would be I – I mean, I guess Phoenix beating the Lakers, and I would give any – I don't think it's going to happen, unfortunately, but I would love for Phoenix to beat – the Lakers. I would love it. You saw LeBron on the ground yesterday. Oh, <laughs> milk and an injury, man. There was a scuffle. It was terrible. Uh, but no, the, the, I think the big surprise would be Memphis last night, which I didn't see any of that game. Um, Dylan yeah. Brooks, big game. John Morant, big game. Mm-hmm. Now go out there and win game two. Let's see. Let's see something. Let's see something start to develop. 
maybe maybe they're playing that playing series. Maybe that uh, or the uh, playing tournament. Maybe that's get you the momentum going. Spurned them, yeah. By the way, John Morant went right at Curry Friday night and ended the game. Right at him, stared him down, oh. took it to the hoop. Oh well, w- yeah. As much as uh, our, as much as my friend liked the uh, the pizza, did not did not appreciate your assessment of the career. He's a big Curry guy. I don't know if he's a big Curry guy, but he just does disagree with you. I don't have like, I don't have full details and actual arguments to post for you, but disagrees. I would advise him to go watch the final 10 minutes of that Grizzlies game the other night <laughs> where Curry had one field goal. Yeah, we did laugh. We did chuckle about that. It was funny how immediately after that happened, he went and shit the bed. I mean, he played well, just not in crunch time. That's, that's, bed that's shit, my man. argument. <laughs> that's my argument against him. Right, but he, yeah, it, only t- it, only takes, it only takes that much time to shit the bed. You don't need, that's it, man. It happens and it happens, and it's over. And you can't unshit the bed. You cannot take the shit stain out of a mattress. Hey, Want they'll be out. better. They'll be, Warriors will be better next year. Clay will be back. Clay's the one that uh, bails him out the end of games with those big shots. Even if you that's, get the Clay's shit off. Clay's got ice water. Even if you get the shit off it, this, the, even if you get the smell off it, it's going to be there forever. <laughs> you talking about Curry? Also, I'm shitting on a mattress, but yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. <laughs> Actually, shit on a mattress, it's all done. It's all yeah, over. you got to get rid of it. You got to burn that thing. Yeah, no, sorry. It was two different conversations we were having there. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> let, me, let me get this thing out of here. All right. I'll talk to you later, kid. That's it. Peace.